nuts. Okay. Well, um, have you guys watched any of the 2K tournament like at all, like on uh, ESPN? I think the last game was like last night. Now they're doing horse. Uh, can we not talk about this, actually? <laughs> you don't want to talk about this? <laughs> no. <laughs> because it's just... It's so depressing where we're coming to in terms of entertainment. What's actually becoming well and good with entertainment and what's losing? Like, the divide is becoming really real. That's what we want to talk about. Yeah. uh, I was, like, about to – if you asked me two weeks ago if I watched that, I would have flamed you. And been like, no, I don't give a shit about people playing 2K. I watched it. I watched all of them. Um, (laughs) I, I I didn't enjoy it. It was more of just like a. It was an itch that needed to be scratched, and it it did an okay job, I guess. I I enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed watching Scrubs. <laughs> Can we all come to agreement that wasn't a good show? No, it was awful. It was not a good show. Watched okay. a lot of it though. I definitely watched plenty of Scrubs in my day. Yeah, ten watched years most removed. Of it, yeah, ten years removed. I can say it's a bad show, but in the moment, I, don't tell me that. Yeah. Well, because it's, it's one of those shows where it never made me laugh, but I watched it because I thought it was funny. Does that make sense? It's like one of those. It's like watching Saturday Night Live as a kid. You're not supposed to watch it. You're not supposed to be up this late watching this show, but you're watching it still. I mean, not everyone like had strict parents like me, uh, like uh, me and Alex, where like we weren't allowed to even watch like the Fairly Odd Parents at one point, but. <laughs> Like, it's just like it, it, it was just kind of like the thrill of like, I don't even really fully ha- uh, comprehend what's going on in this show, but I like it. Like, it's like that. Okay. So I'm going to come out and say this is all. I feel like us watching stuff like this, like, it's not fun to watch, but we have to watch it. What else do we have to do? It's like watching your grandpa fall down a flight of steps. You, you, you kind of have to watch it. Like, you can't not. If you don't, that's rude. But, like, what else are you going to do? Nope. Stop you know? from falling? Nope. nope, 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 nope. We're not doing this. Not again. <laughs> so just introduce the podcast. I'll get to what I was trying to say. Shit trying to take me, nigga. Lemon on the pills, my nigga. They just bitching at me go slow. But you ain't going to see them all, bro. Set pills, my nigga. Can't stop fucking around with him. Papa said, go sip a tag with it. Whole thing got me in my feelings. Go ahead, sip it. Better keep on sipping. Drinking bottles after bottles, feeling all exquisite. Fucking models after models, all these hoes junkies. Can't see me tending inside my bed. Beans in the club and the sweat, the hilly. Hines at the bathroom, big drug dealing. Whole thing got me in my feelings. Whole thing got me in my feelings. I'm high now. Gotta go, gotta roll by the projects. Uh, okay, so this is the No Relation Podcast, previously known as the Half and Half, Half Hour Podcast. <sighs> so, I'm just really happy that name is kind of gone. I love yeah. the name, but boy, mouthful. I think that can go ahead yeah. and be the last time you say it. R.I.P. We we changed it yeah. from the from from just a marketing standpoint, it was the right thing to do. I think we finally came to our senses. You know, we had to. Hurt like yeah. hell. It was like sending my firstborn son to, mili- to the military camp. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what you got to do sometimes. You're happy when it's uh, gone, but it hurts while you're doing it. <laughs> it's kind of like grandparents. Um, but yeah, to get to my point, um, <laughs> I, I just wanted to say, did you introduce yourself? You know, there's been multiple times me and Joe just don't introduce ourselves in the beginning. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and introduce ourselves. This is a... This is a 
So the new name, go ahead. What's your name? What's my name? Oh, my name is Evan. Evan? Yeah. And this is this Joe, is what's Joe. your name? This is Joe. And this is this is this is Alex. Uh, I would like to welcome everybody to the to the No Relation podcast. Before you you go on to this to talking about two K, I just would like to thank everybody for listening. And uh, shout out to everybody's grandparents out there. All right, Evan, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I was just trying to say there shouldn't you shouldn't be running defensive sets. And also, Patrick Beverly was really he was actually like interpreting what was actually going on in a timeout in two K, um, which I I just. It just kind of made me realize that I think all, us three together have more sauce than most uh, NBA players. That's just me yeah. personally thinking that. Yeah. We talked about this before, and I actually, like, listening back, I, I don't think I wrapped up my point very well. I think it's important to acknowledge when you're a kid and you're watching athletes, you think they're the coolest people on the planet. And don't get me wrong, some of them are, but by the time you get to college and you're around D1 athletes and whatnot, you kind of realize, like, looking back on it, now I fully understand, like, when you – when you like leave high school and go off to college, no matter how cool you were in high school, like this shit just kind of resets. And college is an important way where like you got to go out and find new friends, and you kind of get to start over and like develop who you are as a person, and you figure out like I don't know what makes you interesting, and all the all the different things you want to pursue, and all the new things you have in common with people. And athletes just don't get to do that because they're just practicing. You know what I mean? And the better they are, the more time they're spending not becoming an interesting person because, you know, what makes them interesting is their sport, so they just keep grinding with that. But then everybody else over here that's just okay at sports, we got to figure out other ways to make ourselves interesting. And then what that adds up to is I got these 30-year-old dudes playing 2K that are just not interesting in any way. Like, you can find 50 Twitch streamers on YouTube that are 100 times more interesting than Trey Young, but... You know what I mean? That's the face you recognize, so that's kind of what you associate with the with the. But yeah, they're sauceless. They're generally sauceless. I will say that was probably the. I think what ESPN was really looking forward to was like these like back to back conversations that people were going to be having, and it just wasn't working. There was clearly it didn't a disconnect. It didn't happen. Yeah. The only time it did was when Patrick Beverly finally got up by ten points. Like that. That was it. So I I, uh, I just want to go back a little bit. I want to say it. These guys are people that have been like kind of devoting so much time to a craft. People don't realize that these guys are kind of nerds at the end of the day. Oh, I'm I mean, serious. yeah, yeah. When you not, think about but it, not like in terms of books, but like in terms of like the the sport that they're playing. So that's why it's like they're kind of they kind of lack sauce. But having said that, where they're beating everybody is their pockets. Uh, <laughs> yeah, take everything yeah. I said with a grain of salt. Niggas got more money than me, so at the end of the day, my yeah. opinion doesn't really matter. I can have all you could the have, sauce in the world, but if you're making 15 times as much money as me, as like a as a seventh man, you know what? What, what can I really say to you? Yeah, you could have I mean, all the the Tocitos, uh, uh salsa all you want, but uh, <laughs> you you combo with that with a zero money in your pocket. I don't know what you're supposed to do. That man over there just signed a hundred billion dollar contract. He has a lot of drip to him now. Yeah, I mean that. I'm just going to use Kevin Durant as an example. Kevin Durant probably spends his entire high school like career inside of a gym all day, every day after after school. Probably went to his prom, and as soon as he got done, like still in a tuxedo, mind you, went to the gym, and put some shots up. So he didn't like, go to prom. He didn't go to prom because he was he was hooping. Yeah. So <laughs> when you add into the fact that me, uh, like us three, our whole life has been uh, like pretty much dedicated to like how to perfect just 
drip? Like, how do I make my sauce actually effective? Like, and then theirs is just like, how do I affect my jump shot? Where, like, yeah, like now, like all Kevin Durant has to do is go up to someone and say, hey, I'm Kevin Durant, whereas us, we have to create a conversation, but at least we can do that where we can now win side nigga awards, but they're going to get main nigga. I mean, it's it's whatever. Side nigga. But, but <laughs> yeah. I think it's important to acknowledge that, uh, yeah, like that's a good point. But at the end of the day, like it's like the Tiger Woods effect. Like Tiger Woods, like you can tap a girl on the shoulder and say you're Tiger Woods, but then what? You know, you got to There's a, there's still like a there's still a window of like he can still f that up. You know what I mean? Like he can still no. It's Tiger Woods. Close. It's it's Tiger Woods. He has to tap the girl on the shoulder and say, "Hey, I'm Tiger Woods. I have a Mercedes that actually was given to me. Would you like to leave?" That's that. That all is. That's all his conversation has but to be. But think about it. That nigga <laughs> well, had such no, little of a personality that he still couldn't close, even being right. Tiger Woods. There was a there was a story. By the way, you guys didn't hear about that. There was a yeah, story. Yeah, it was like A Rod's book or something. Yeah, it, it was. Well, it was him, Michael Jordan, and Derek Jeter were all together, and uh, Tiger was just talking about, "Geez, that girl's attractive. What do I, what do I go and say to her?" And uh, Michael Jordan and Derek Jeter looked at each other. Which, keep in mind, those two at the at the pinnacle of their careers. Um, there wasn't a man that would go into the same club or bar with those two in the in the vicinity because they could end up losing their chick. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> and they both looked at Tiger and go like, "Dude, just go say you're fucking Tiger Woods. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's not that. It's not that hard. Yeah. Um, Let's. Which you got to keep in mind, Derek Jeter, first ballot Hall of Famer, all that. You can think about everything he did on the on the baseball field, something that's important to acknowledge is that man got married on the very last year of his career. You're going to tell me that wasn't calculated? That man knew exactly what he was doing. He was a year away from retirement, and then he found his favorite girl and proposed to her because uh, he he was getting off the streets in retirement. And I, I think that's important to note, by the way. You can't, yes, some of these dudes do not have any drip to them, but... um. The ones that do have the combination of the sauce and the money, uh, it's a bad combo. It's bad for everybody. It's bad news bears. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, if you live in New York, you're two degrees of separation away from sleeping with the girl that Derek Jeter slept with, no doubt in my mind. So, you know. Yes, if, you, if your mother is from the uh, <laughs> New York City area, then she probably has at least been in the vicinity or was uh, an attempted uh, – you know what? I'll stop. Yeah. She's <laughs> definitely an Eskimo cousin. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to get at. Something along those lines. Um, so we're going into what week? What week of this is of the of quarantine is this, guys? What is this? It's like seven thousand at this point. I'm be honest. It's it's like March thirty fourth at this point. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm dying. Yo, it's crazy because it hasn't actually been that long. It like, has. It really hasn't been that long. The NBA well, has only you, been gone for a month. How are you guys? How are you guys holding up? What's new with you guys? Uh, well, I know um, I've reached the point, like up until this point, because it had been like three weeks since I got a cut, I didn't look that bad. And now I've officially crossed the threshold of like, I really shouldn't go outside unless I'm wearing a hat. Um, so I think I'm just going to order like a Yankee fitted on Amazon and just go back to my New York days where I was wearing a Yankee fitted every day because I'm, I'm, I'm looking, I'm just looking abysmal. I look like a monstrosity right now. Yeah, hats no, are got the a full ratty ass beard, and my 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 fade is just a, it's a blank. I mean, it's a, it's a solid. I don't know. I don't know what, how to describe it. You uh, 
you you definitely look like you own a van that doesn't have windows in it. Um, yep. Yeah. If we're gonna put it lightly, um, my favorite thing so far is just getting weekend weekly updates on Joe's. Like you can, you can see, just his mental health is on his face right now. He's <laughs> mm. the mm. the wife. Be- I'm glad it's visible. Yeah, like check on the, me. Like I'm glad it's visible. The wife just beaters are getting out. a little less white. Um, <laughs> the beard is the beard to the beard growth compared to the whiteness of your wife beater is what's startling. I think that's what's mm-hmm. at least for me. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a the tail thing about his dressed. the thing that I've noticed about his beard is his mustache connects, but his sideburns don't. That's correct. Which isn't yeah, good. Yeah. I don't that's think. A good point. I don't think that's a good sign. It's patchy in it's it's patchy in untraditional ways, which is it's just uncomfortable. Like it's it's uh, it's visually it's visually uncomfortable. Um, it makes everybody a little you know they they look like they're about to run when I get up close to them. You know what I mean? Like they'll talk to me, but like they look like you know like they have their balance good. So if they got to pivot and go, you know they can do it. Yeah. That being said, in Hawaii. Uh, it's not like mandatory, but they're saying like if you're gonna be outside, wear a mask. I don't know if y'all have like invested in masks or not yet, but like never have I felt as a black man more comfortable walking around with a mask over my face and a hat on, walking into a business. You know what I mean? Like it's, if you wear a mask, sunglasses, and a hat, you are a burglar. But right now, people look at you like, "Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you for your responsibility." Now you're a warrior. Now you're doing what's supposed to be done for wearing that. But when I want to wear that, yeah. just so I can, um, <laughs> you know, enjoy evening alone, I'm weird. <laughs> okay, now it's a socially acceptable. Whatever. Okay, makes sense. But I do have to say, like the hat and mask. Uh, I'm now. I'm more or less using it for um, more for an aesthetic. Uh, than my actual health, I will say that you got a drip. You got the drip going with the hat and mask. I got a good bandana. I got a good bandana. Yeah. I put around the mouth, but um, it's more to cover up the struggle beard that I got going on, and then just the the unevenness of my hair. I don't know what I didn't. I don't know what's going on with it exactly, but it uh, it's it's like a civil war is going on with my fade. They they they. What are y'all doing? Like. What's your strategy? Like, I don't even know what to do at this Hats. point. Like, just put a hat on in the shower? Hats. Like, I don't know what to do. The, I don't even like looking in the mirror. The, the, I, I, I wish they were stocked to invest in for just hats because if you invest right now, like, <laughs> it's going through the roof. Yeah, I can just honestly say, like, like yesterday when we were going to go get some food, um, I don't have a face mask, but I have a bandana, and I found the most neutral-looking color I could find because, like, I just don't know when, what to expect nowadays. So I had this white bandana, and I just wore that, and I just felt like I'm about to go hit a lick somewhere. That, and, it, mm. and it just felt mm. right. That's that's the best I can explain it. It just it didn't look right on me, but it felt right. Um, And also, I just want— I like wearing them. And I want to ask some people, like, how do you wear those? Because I can't breathe. Is it like a mouth thing? Is it just like I don't? I don't think most you, people wear it for um for comfort, Evan. I think they. <laughs> I think it's more for um for necessity, if anything. Um, Yo, if you think that's bad, though, um, I like for work. I had like an N95 mask, and I just wore that. And like after wearing that for forty five minutes, like you know what the inside of your body smells like. Like not even just like your hot ass breath. Like I know what my like like internal organs smell like like that's 
that's what like is circulating through that mask. I don't know how people wear those for more than like ten minutes at a time. Yeah, I, I damn near passed out, and I I am very adamant about my breath and brushing my teeth and all that. I, I, yeah, that's one thing about these masks is very telling. I'm not doing enough dental hygiene, barely, because it's just like it's knocking yeah. it's knocking me out. Something's getting hot real quick. I don't know what's going on because I thought I brushed my teeth Same. pretty thoroughly, but apparently I don't. I'm lacking somewhere. Yeah, apparently my brush frost routine is just not cutting it because I need like a whole ass juice cleanse because I. <laughs> That shit, I smell like I was. I was like really getting dizzy from my own breath, and that's that's just not good. I like went and apologized personally to everybody I work closely with. Like I, I I'm sorry if this is what it's like normally. Yeah. Um. So what? Uh. Anything been going on uh, otherwise with you guys? You guys been good all the well. So what? Else, what's something you guys might be doing to kind of? Uh, I don't know. Cope with. What's I just look through old pictures of me with a fade. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> just think about all the simpler look times. Longingly. Look at uh, look at email yeah. confirmations of me scheduling appointments to see my barber. Like it's just <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the same boat. I will say also like uh quarantine has really like the main thing people kept saying was like, Oh, now you have the time to pursue all these hobbies that you wanted to. What I've learned is like Every hobby that I thought I wanted to pursue and I was really adamant about, I'm learning now, like, I do not, I did not care about that as much as I thought I would. Like, all this time, my biggest excuse was like, ah, oh, I just don't have time to do that. And now I have all the time in the world, and I'm like, damn, I just still watching Netflix over here. Like, yeah. well, you start, my lazy ass hasn't done anything. You start to realize, though, through this, like, whole, like, uh, quarantine thing that you're just not inspired when there's nothing to do. When you're at work and you're, like, able to maybe think about the thing that you want to, you kind of desire doing, it makes it so much simpler to get home from working. Like, ah, oh, I fucking hate that job. I'm actually going to do this thing I've been thinking about doing for the longest. Now that you don't have anything to do and all you have to do is that, it's just not as, like, I'm going to go, work on this project I've been wanting to do for two years. Like, it's just, like, it's, it's not the same. Yeah. yeah I, uh, Very good point. I just, I don't know. I hit rock bottom, guys. I, uh, I haven't done any of the projects that I set out to do. Um, I, I haven't worked on any new creative things, entertainment-wise. I ate a whole bag of Cool Ranch Doritos in one sitting, and I don't, I don't know what I'm, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going, guys. I, uh, <laughs> I, I have some solidarity with, solidarity with that because last week my rock bottom was uh, I ate an entire – I went to a liquor store and I got a 12-pack of Bud Light and a box of chicharrones. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but that's just fried pigskin <laughs> and uh, like easily the most unhealthy snack you can possibly get. And that was my dinner. I just had Bud Light and chicharrones, and I actually felt like shit for two and a half days afterwards. <laughs> Yeah, I think, disgusting. I, I, I think my uh, my rock bottom so far is I got a um like a fruit punch brisk, um and a bag of flaming hots, and just played uh, video games for an entire night and just realized like it's it's a it's Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, I watched I watched Bad Boys without <laughs> missing a scene. I didn't even pick up my phone. The new Bad Boys, um, it a no, whole no, no, thing no, no, of Cool Ranch Doritos. What? No, no, refresh that, because you, you literally came up to me uh, this evening and said, I just watched all the Olympus has fallen, and just... I, I guess I'm me. spiraling. I'm spiraling right now. These are <laughs> these are movies you're supposed to be getting blowjobs to, and I'm just... <laughs> I'm, I'm losing my mind, because they're not that bad. I thought... <laughs> 
I thought Bad Boys, all things considered, was a pretty good movie. Uh, Olympus Has Fallen, again, Olympus Has Fallen is, is, a, is a trilogy of movies. Olympus Has Fallen, London Has Fallen, and then the new one that came out recently, kind of recently, uh, of uh, uh, Angel Has Fallen. Um, all are pretty good, good quality films. I give them about a five out of five. Um, uh, I think Rotten Tomatoes put them somewhere around the 60s. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will say yeah, but no. that's that's kind of going into my next point. I hate movies where like the guy is like a cop in a city, and he lives in a, like a city like Miami. Like he's a cop in Miami, and his apartment has a balcony. Um, because in Bad Boys, you know that's my biggest pet. Yeah, peeve. in Bad Boys, God, this guy's a cop. Crazy. He's a cop in Miami. His apartment has a balcony that was about twenty five square feet. Nope. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Okay, not wait, in my films. Absolutely I'm going to clear that up for you real quick. Um, how that happened was his dad was rich, and when he died, he left him his money. It was in Bad Boys 1. Um, okay, well, you know, you got to establish that going on into the, to the what is this, the fourth movie? You can you reestablish that because there's people confused. I was confused. No, I, but I, just, I get what you're saying because I really hate watching like a show like where it's like a... Like those little romantic comedy things on like NBC and just like some guy who's like the manager at like Pet Boys is like living in like this like half a million dollar house with his wife that Thank you. is like a teacher. Just be responsible. <laughs> just be responsible. Stop setting these unrealistic things for people. Like I'm over here thinking that if I work at a coffee shop, I can have a two bedroom fucking 800 square foot apartment in Manhattan. It's impossible. You can't do it. <laughs> Stop setting people up for failure like that. It drives me fucking crazy. How many how many things have you watched where like the the like the the main character is like a teacher and then they go home to this house with four bedrooms and six bathrooms and shit and you're like, how is that possible? You get paid twenty seven thousand dollars a year. Like that doesn't pay for the refrigerator you have, motherfucker. How the fuck do you own this house? Not just that, but there's always that like one episode later on in, the, in like the series where like they have to decide like how are they going to uh, like fund their kids going to college. The answer is you're not. <laughs> You ever you ever watch a show where like the person is supposed to be in poverty, but then they show their place and low key it's like very big, it's just dirty. I was like rewatching Breaking Bad and there's that episode where they go to the junkie's place and I was like, honestly, like that house like, <laughs> with a new coat of paint and if somebody just picked up the trash, like shit, it's not bad. Yeah, I was. Those uh, people are junkies. I was a. Uh, what was that? What was that show that we hate? You, you on Netflix? That show. No, that show actually yeah. makes no fiscal sense whatsoever. And I actually Yeah, he was a <laughs> he worked as a as a at a coffee shop as a librarian, making no, probably fuck that. minimum wage. Fuck that season one. Then he he was wait, a librarian. Wait, he up, lived in the up, middle of fucking up. New York. Shut up, Evan, shut up. Let me finish. He he was he was doing this and he didn't even have a roommate in Los Angeles. <laughs> how do you Impossible. How do you not even have a roommate? Wow, also I know, I know people that are making like 85k in San Francisco and they like I think they have unemployment. Like I don't I don't know like what they're doing to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they have to like sell their bodies. Like I don't it's impossible. Like that's poverty. And homie was making a soft soft 40,000 a year maybe. 
There's no way. Forty thousand. He was maybe making. I'm gonna say maybe thirty five thousand. And he was also able to send some girl hush money too, so she uh, so she wouldn't say that someone killed her sister. How? How? Where? He was also able to transport an Every- entire glass uh, glass case. I don't understand it. I really don't. Again, no fiscal Every sense person, whatsoever. No one is able to yeah. uh, explain to me how uh, he's able to live in New York and living in that, like, uh, as on a librarian sal- salary. I just don't. I don't get it. That palace in New York. Yeah. And then everybody, like, and we all know somebody that moved to L.A. and wanted to be an actor or whatever, whether from high school or whatever. Like, everybody does it. And all those people are washing dishes and damn near living at, like, I don't know. They have, like, 17 roommates in a three-bedroom house somewhere. That's like just dilapidated and falling apart because that's the best they can do. Yeah. I mean, there's no way. I mean, half those people are homeless, like literally just living in tents and getting their fucking headshots done. Yeah. Um, I think another one that's kind of telling is sometimes it'll be a bank teller. We got to come clean. Bank tellers <laughs> don't make that much money. Yeah. I think the main thing is, yeah, I think it's like cops and then like retail workers and yeah, so stuff like bank to like basic, teachers. very like very like lower middle of the road jobs. Yeah, and teachers, uh, stop, stop, stop it, Hollywood. All right, that uh, that kind of leads into the one of the next topics we have here. You guys still haven't watched any of All American, have you? Nope. No. No. I'm I'm good. I'm I'm like I said, my barber. Uh, spoke spoke had a had a glowing review of the show. Spoke very highly of it. Um, and then on Twitter, I just stumbled upon an interview with the main actor. And homies, British is shit, and I just refuse to support that. I can't do it. I refuse to support British actors in hood nigger roles. It's it's uh, it's irresponsible. And quite frankly, I, I think it's a I think it's I think it's a conspiracy. So I'm, I'm not going to support. Would that you shit. rather have a British actor playing a hood guy or the or a low income? A job in a penthouse. I'm sorry. Explain that. So, what are you, what are you trying to say? You either get uh, a British actor as such an All American or Snowfall uh, playing okay. in a hood role, uh, or you get a cop that also lives in a penthouse in Manhattan as a role. Which one would you prefer? Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't. Uh. <laughs> marble floors you know, in the actually, penthouse. Both hey, he, he has a certain level. He has marble floors in the penthouse as well. All right, continue. Stop it! Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! Honestly, the cop, because at least I like. I feel like. I feel like I know enough about. I, I feel like I, I'm ignorant enough to police stuff that I'm like, shit, nigga. Maybe detectives make a lot of money. I don't know, but something about watching. British people like just watching a dude. Have you seen that Key and Peel sketch? They literally did like a whole sketch on this where like they did do a scene where like two gang members are about to shoot each other. Mm-hmm. And then the director says cut and uh, they're like, all right, great job, British actor. Like, hood nigga, you need to step this up. And he was like, uh, honestly, I was like in a very similar situation to this like a couple of years ago. Like, I was actually gang affiliated and got in a gunfight. Then the British guy's like, oh, old chap, what you need to do is just really dig into the. It's like, ah, fuck, that bothers me. That bothers me so much. <laughs> Like, I don't know, I, I like, shout out to black people all over the world, but British black people is just confusing. Something about them saying nigga, something about them playing hood people, it just it just rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, you kind of want to tell them to knock it off when they're using an accent. I don't know what it is. Uh, 
Yeah, that's a. Uh, I haven't watched all of America. Uh, all American. And my thing is like I'm not gonna watch another Netflix series, mostly because it, all it's turned into is just background noise. Like it's been the perfect thing to, for me to just throw on and just stay on my phone, and scroll through Instagram. Like I, I haven't really seen a Netflix series in a very long time that I've been captivated by. Where I'm just like I'm gonna sit down and watch this thing, and I'm talking. I'm not talking about like short series because I know y'all are probably gonna say Tiger King was like very captivating. I'm talking about like there's seasons to it. Like there's been like season one, season two, season three. Like when I was watching you this past uh, season, I didn't want to watch any of it. I only watched it because I knew what happened in season one. I, I, there was no purpose and balance to me, and I'm not gonna watch season three. Like I'm done with it. I think the last time I was actually maybe interested in, in a show was Top Boy, and that was. I mean, it was interesting. I kept my interest, but at the same time, I maybe understood five words that these these like very British African American people were saying. Like, it, I heard "bruv" maybe every uh, every other thirty seconds. That that's all I can make out. Yeah, real quick, so, shout out to our British black queens. This does not apply to you. <laughs> yeah, so for all American, I, I like what Evan said. I had gotten so much stuff done when that show was on, and I think that's why I became <laughs> least productive because I finished it. I finished it in a matter of three days, but while while that show was on, I was like cleaning around the house. Uh, every now and then, I pop in like someone would be pregnant or something like that. I'm like, oh, that's a shock. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I think for me it was just super unrealistic that this guy could just kind of get into all these like huge gangbangers' faces and stuff, and and like wave his finger and like try to get shit to go his way. Um, like clearly, this guy should have died at least five times. That's that that was one thing, and. Like, when you actually sit down and watch it, the things that they get really upset about in the show are very trivial. Um, yeah. For instance, uh, the Tay Diggs, who's the, who's the, who's like the head coach and father in the movie or in the, in the show, uh, he had an affair nine years ago with, uh, the, uh, head, the lead character's mom. Uh, and that put his whole marriage on rocks. An uh, affair from nine years ago. Um, were they married? Yeah, they were married at the time, but uh, that's well past the statute of limitations. <laughs> I'm not married. Yeah, I'm not married, but come on. <laughs> if my girl cheated on me nine years ago, I'd just be like, ah, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you got like a three year window to catch that shit, and then after that, it's just like honestly, good, like good job. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel the- like I was a different person nine years ago. Think think about who you are now and who you were. It's like doing that decade challenge. Like, who were you nine years ago? You're not that person now. I mean, you might be, but like, it's not the same person. I'm telling you who I am. <laughs> yeah, I think if anything, it spices up the marriage a little bit. You got a new. 10 years of arguments. Yeah, don't let there be That's a secret true. child in there. That's now there's even extra spark. That's the biggest issue with marriages. They just get boring. Like, good marriages, half of them end because people are just bored. You need a little something, a little, little, little spice to it. Yeah. A little picante. Maybe you should have had an affair nine years ago, and you would realize how much you love me. Not just that, but now, now, we have something we have in common that we didn't know nine years ago. Mm. <laughs> Something new to talk about. Exactly. Bring it to the kitchen table. Um, real quick, I do want to also talk about how uh, Drake made a TikTok thing. The song or that he made it? He made did it. he make a TikTok? He, he I don't made, follow he, anything he, Drake does. He definitely made it for TikTok. You guys didn't I'm see that at all? I'm so 
so, 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 so happy that I'm not outside to witness that lame ass, like, I'm going to scoot with my leg to the left and now to the right, little dancey ass. It's, <laughs> yo, honestly, my take on that song is that uh, that was the most light-skinned thing Drake has done, and I, this is why. Think about the fact that, like, the song kind of bops, but the dance is trash. And I think there's a couple different types of light skins. And I think Drake kind of exposed the type of light skin he was, which is that, like, he's got all the swagger and all this shit, but the nigga can't dance. And he obviously can't dance because that dance he made up is trash. You know what I mean? So he's the type of light skin where he can make all the music in the world and it's going to bop. People are going to love it. But the nigga's never going to be able to dance Yeah, no, because he's light skin. He made one of those line <laughs> dances for TikTok. He just wanted to be he just wanted that shit to go on to TikTok. Which is what everybody's trying to do that shit now, which I don't know. And I also think it was another ploy for people to see his house. That's a really nice house. Yeah, no, if I had Drake's house, honestly, there would not be a day where I'm like, oh, this is crazy. This house is just so big. You guys want to see me dance real quick in my big-ass living room? I don't even know (laughs) if it's called a living room. This is actually just the main entrance. It just happens to be as big as y'all's living room. (laughs) Hold on, I'm going to put my camera down on these marble floors. See this staircase? Hold on, I'm going to dance real quick. Like, he probably didn't even make a dance up. It was just him looking at his stairs like, these are some big-ass stairs. Just start dancing, and all of a sudden, like, I'm going to make a song out of this shit. Hard flex. Hard flex on the house. Like, this is going to start a conversation that we have all the time, but I like to think, like, right, I saw the pictures, and I was like, that shit's just gratuitous. Like, who needs all that? That's too much. Like, why, you know, that's such a waste of money. That's absurd. Nobody needs that much space. Why would you want a house you can't even be comfortable in? It's that nice. Oh, give me his money. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, would, I would buy that house, and then I would buy a second one, duplicating it, and burn it down. <laughs> like, you're, you're really God, asking, I wish I was ignorant rich like that. Like, you're really asking oh, me shit. if I had Drake's money, would I not have a basketball court with my little sign on the, in the court? Like, of course I would. <laughs> He is, Nigga, I would have a squash court, and I don't play squash. I don't, it doesn't matter. I would have it, though. He calls his house the embassy. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he also has a whole, he has a whole, like, airplane. Like, not a private jet. He has his own airplane. You guys don't, yeah, you, you, that's, <laughs> you guys understand how much money this man has? This is, and now he's making you know a much money slide. Do you know how much money it costs to fuel an airplane? Not a private jet, an airplane. Because that's what most people, like, kind of, like, their hookup, uh, their holdup is with private jets, all the fuel costs. Imagine the entire cost it, it, it is to fuel just an American airliner, which he probably, that yeah. he owns. It, yeah. And he only has one kid. And he had that shit doing donuts after the after the Raptors won, too. And he only has Nobody one kid. He was like, pilot, go up, do some donuts. One kid, by the way. Only one kid. Astounding. Yeah. That's probably why. That's where the financial freedom comes in. Like, yeah. Future's rich, but he'll never be able to flex like that because he has so many baby mothers that unionized. Drake <laughs> Drake only has one baby mama to worry about, and she's not even American. So, like, I feel like all that legal stuff takes three times as long because, you know, you're, you're worrying about two different legal systems. Yeah, she just wants an Instagram picture every now and then, and she's good. Um, all right. What's, uh, I think we covered... Just about everything. I'm not surprised Joe Exotic's racist. That's all I want to say. There's no, there's no rant to, that needs to be going. Like we need to go on. Like 
Shout out Joe Exotic. That doesn't change anything I feel about him. I don't think anybody needed to be surprised that he, he said the things he said. Of course he did. Uh, Look at him. Uh, to recap, Joe is talking about the fact that there was a video that surfaced that Joe Exotic was uh, in a cage with tigers and he would say, I don't get why I can't say the N-word when a bunch of rappers say the N-word in his music videos. Um, there wasn't a black person within the vicinity of Joe Exotic in that whole documentary. I don't know if there was any shock to anybody when uh, they found out that he might might not favor black people. But um, <laughs> if rednecks from Oklahoma can't be racist, then I don't want to live in America anymore. I think they were <laughs> give us give us a couple alley. They, they mean, were expecting <laughs> something because he was gay, but um. No, that that doesn't do much. <laughs> yeah, I still have yet to see this show. I probably will not watch it at all. Um, and it's mostly because, like, of all the advertising I've seen, like Netflix has advertised it on every after like every single show I've seen. I've seen advertising on like Facebook. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone's it's like all over Twitter. People are using like the filter for it on Zoom cameras and stuff. And like with me, like the only advertising so far that has had me almost want to watch it is him saying like why can't why are black people are the only people that say the n-word that's the only thing that's made me almost want to watch it that's it there you go that's half the reason we love redneck i don't want not racist rednecks that's that that's no fun yeah and they're coming out with another episode of it and i'm uh i'm gonna watch it and i hope he says the n-word in i'm it. definitely gonna watch it i hope he I, Same. <laughs> yeah i hope he actually drops it this time he's been in prison so he might <laughs> he might have some thoughts <laughs> probably one of his boyfriends right now <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I bet he's got a nigga that looks just like us. So we're gonna do a segment here where we uh we give a light skin of a week. Um, these can go to anybody. They don't have to be of uh of our complexion, which is usually the better complexion of man. But uh, yeah, future. Yeah, uh, but someone that did something exemplary this week. Um, my light skin goes out to Pornhub. Uh, Pornhub is wow. is providing uh. Free membership for all of its users, um, so you get uh, content that is uh, uh, of the premium variety. Um, that includes 4K videos um, and uh, personalized videos. So, what you might be keen on for that day as well. Um, I haven't used it. I'm not a big. I don't. I don't really need premium. I, I kind of just. Uh, Need something that will get me for about 35 seconds and I'm good. But uh, I can see how that might be helpful in terms of flattening the curve and having people stay home. So shout out to Pornhub. My my just my personal belief on that real quick is I feel like that's going to make people want to leave their house more. Because I don't know about you guys, but right after I'm done on Pornhub, I need to see the sun or something. I, I can't. I don't know what it is. If like the endorphins inside of me just are like so like so down that I just like I I need something. I need to be outside. I yeah. need to be. I need to feel. I need to feel again because it's just it's over. I'm. Just, That's yeah. <laughs> very good point. I, I don't know if that happens for women, but for men for sure. Because I know everybody. I mean, everybody's just inside. Just you are just, just destroying themselves. You are allowed men to go to walk. You, um, you are allowed to go on walks, gentlemen. Just so you know that that. Uh, yeah, yeah. But that definitely what Evan said. You definitely have to go for a walk in the park after some of the stuff you watch. Yeah. You got a light skin of the week, Evan? Yeah, my light skin of the week is women named Karen. Um, apparently this last week, um, Karen became a racial slur. Um, <laughs> shout out to my aunt Karen. All right, keep going. <laughs> for the life of me, just white people are still white people, and I, I don't... <laughs> how? <laughs> I'll never understand 
Like, white people are fascinating to me because, like, the whole thing, like, right now is like, oh, it's just a bunch of snowflakes, all these young, this younger generation, everybody gets their feelings hurt. And then you call somebody Karen and they're ready to call the cops on you. I mean, yeah. you got to you gotta have some balance. Yeah, and never, also, I've never met ahead, a white person named Karen, though. Every Karen I've met has been black. Yeah, my aunt's name's Karen. Karen. Yeah. Yeah, it's not necessarily a white name. I do know some white Karens, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, if you're going to also, if you guys are going to make up your own racial surge, like, go in at it. Like, you guys got to, you can't be that sensitive to to it with other people say it, because you guys have been saying nigga for the last, uh, I don't know, I want to say 400 years now. Um, and I better hear people after this quarantine over is just saying, my my Karen. That's what I need to hear. <laughs> Yo, honestly... Yeah, we've been waiting on a decent racial slur for white people for the longest. And so if, if COVID, if we come out with one, that'd be fun. Um, I've always wanted to know what it's like to really, like, have a racial slur and, like, really hurt somebody's feelings and mean it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily so I could do it all the time. I just want to be able to understand. Well, I would love to have one that we can say behind white people's backs. And they're just, like, kind of <laughs> offended. Like, because we all know what they're saying whenever, like, a Gucci Mane song comes on. Do you think they're not saying the N-word? Like, I would love to, like, listen to, like, some, like, Garth Brooks or something, and Karen comes in in the background, we're just like, oh, yeah, it's our time. It's our, that, I would love that. Joe, do you have a light skin of the week? Yeah, uh, my light skin of the week is, uh, all the people on Facebook that I forgot about, and now that I'm using Facebook again, because I'm very bored, um... I'm, I'm figuring out some of you are leading just fa- fascinating lives. I mean, you never left the hometown or whatever, but um, there was this one dude that uh, he ha- has a career as, like, one of the WWE wrestlers, but, like, on a circuit where they're performing in front of, like, 30 people at a time. And that's just that's just fascinating. I mean, hours worth of entertainment watching this dude's videos. He's got a signature move and a, and a rival in an outfit. Mm-hmm. So shout out to him and shout out to Facebook. Yeah. Um, and in uh and in closing, uh, we're going to just give you guys a little bit of tips for a week. Um, just a little, just some free stuff. If you want, you could, you could cash at me for it. But yeah, this is your free game of the week right here. Um, yeah. So this is a this is just a pro tip from Alex. Uh, I know a lot of you guys are suffering in quarantine. Um, you guys might be talking to a young lady. Or a significant other. Uh, it's important that while you guys are in quarantine, that you guys also are switching up conversations. Uh, just because you're in quarantine does not mean you can't talk about yourself, uh, what you want to do in the future. Do not talk about how bored you are um, and mm. what you plan on doing right after quarantine is over. It's pretty redundant do that. at this point. Um, just letting you guys know. That's just there's There's just more to talk about. That's just my opinion. Yeah, it's a slippery slope doing all that. Uh, as soon as we got out of here, I'm gonna blah blah blah. Don't yeah, don't put yourself in that hole. We all know you're gonna get trashed <laughs> at your local bar, and then it's okay. You can, but you know, yeah, she got it the first five times. She got it. Yeah, and if she doesn't, if you don't know what this, uh, what to ask her, just ask her like, so like, what sect of religion do you like? Is it Christianity, or are you like like to mix it up? Are you like kind of Hindu, or maybe you like to do some different stuff with Satan? Like I. I some people like to do Astrology. that. So there's uh, there's witchcraft. 
You don't even really. What about you, Evan? Yeah. You got you got a little game. A little got a little game to drop. A little game. Oh no, I'm knowledge. suffering. I don't have any game right now. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got a, had a fade in like three, four weeks now. I, I think I have feelings again at this point. I. <laughs> there's no game I can deliver anyone that's going to be of use besides just crying in pillow and hope she texts back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, the, my only game is like if you have a breakdown. Um, where you get really drunk and Britney Spears shave your head, that's okay. And honestly, I so this time next week, <laughs> if I'm wearing a do-rag, that's why. Maybe I'll try and get waves. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, that was good, guys. Thank you guys for helping me, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this was uh, this is our episode of uh, the No Relation Podcast. Uh, we'll be making a Twitter more more social media stuff to come. Uh, if you guys got any questions, the, the email and everything will be up. Uh, but, yeah, this is Big Cousin Alex saying bye. Yep, this is Evan. Uh, we set up a YouTube. Um, so if you want to, like, throw that on, if you're, like, cleaning your house or, um, you know, maybe with a sniffing another and want to throw on the podcast to serenade one another, go ahead. You can do that on the television now. So we're going to be on YouTube as well. Absolutely. We're hitting all the all the major streaming platforms, YouTube included now. Um, yeah, look out for the Twitter. I'm sure the Twitter is going to have some quality content. Um, us all being some pretty pretty solid Twitter users, that'll be worth the follow. And yeah, uh, look for the rebrand on Instagram as well. Um, and just be expecting a lot of episodes while this quarantine is going on because we ain't doing shit out here, cuz. Mm-hmm. So y'all have a lovely week. Be safe. Stay inside. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. And uh, peace and blessings, y'all. Bye bye. All right. My niggas trapped in Caught a case that made me backspin I been focused bringing racks in This for all my niggas trapped in This for all my niggas trapped in Caught a case that made me backspin I been focused bringing racks in This for all my niggas trapped in Yeah, yeah, for my niggas on their own time I done ran up on a gold mine Whoa, little Henny made me roll slight Whoa, cause I used to carry four fights Whoa, I done seen a lot, done a lot Yeah, dogs in it, see the paws in it Tryna make it out like a saw victim Bullets hit the whip and leave the car spinning Niggas still pipped a butterfly I done flooded high and evolved in it Niggas still on weird shit Got an issue but don't ever call niggas Seen a lot of niggas fall off Come and miss like a call off Reason buzzer never start off Tie him up and take him all off Bigger picture, nigga, bigger picture I been showing ass like I'm skinny dipping Nigga flow tighter than a penny picture Imagine if I got the Henny with him Imagine if a nigga sell drugs Yeah, I sell drugs cause the flow crap Imagine I could cure the whole world with the coke flow Cause it's dope raps I done done a lot, seen a lot Black skin feeling penalized This what happened when I dream a lot Nigga dreams This for all my niggas trapped in Caught a case and made me backspin